1: So, download the free Anka app now or go to Anka.fm to get started today. Kiss Kiss. Wait a minute. I have to I, now. Do I have my newscast a hair on today? Because I tried to do a little bit more of a conservative look for today. Because Clarissa Wood, what? Who I should have talked to? Uh, uh, Clarissa Wood, who I should mention? Leslie Stahl. I was about six, to.
2: I was literally about to mention oh, Leslie Stahl.
1: I forgot. Oh. Remind me to remind her. I know Leslie Stahl. Do you know Leslie na- Stahl? Oh, she was my neighbor in in, in Marblehead, and she was absolutely a nightmare.
2: What do you mean?
1: Yeah. Well, she wasn't a nightmare, but you know, she just had a little, she had a little, she had a little, you know.
2: Was this like pre-60 Minutes?
1: No, of course, during 60 Minutes. You're kidding. No, Leslie Oh my Star. God. Yeah. I wish she so, still lived here. I tried to do my Leslie Stahl here today so that Clarissa would, will, uh, will, uh, will, uh admire do your 60
2: me. Minutes, Rana. Just really send your name.
1: I'm Rana Glickman. I buy it. How was I'm going to try. Okay.
2: I'm Brian Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brian Safi.
1: Great job because you knew mine was going to come before yours. So I say I'm Rihanna Glickman.
2: I'm Brian Safi.
1: This and is then I forget what they 60 say. Sixty minutes.
2: Yeah. Sixty minutes.
1: Yeah, fabulous, Rana. I'm very excited. We have a very I have exciting guest for her.
2: Yes, yes, you're right.
1: We should. T- should we tell people that we're doing the rare thing where because Clarissa's in London, we're recording the intro after the interview. We
2: already met Clarissa, and I'm yeah. really regretting. we Well, everything.
1: just cats out of the bag.
2: Cats out of the bag. I didn't do any of my audition material for her.
1: No, I think we both felt deeply in love with her during the during the interview.
2: Well, she's a, You know what? She's a real Rana. She really is.
1: Oh, I thought she was more of a Brian than I expected.
2: Really? Oh, absolutely. She, maybe she was right in between us then. She was sort of a little bit of both. A Brana? She was a Brana. Yeah. Don't forget your Brana. Um,
1: <laughs> so, dear. Yeah. This is so exciting. This is our 49th episode.
2: Oh, my God.
1: Which means we have a 50th episode coming up next week.
2: And it means we're only 20 away from the 69th.
1: Yeah, that is what that means.
2: which is kind of cool, but, it, but yeah, fifty it means episodes. We have been
1: doing this show for nearly a year, dear.
2: Two weeks shy of a year. Fifty is a milestone, Rana.
1: I like, I, I never thought we'd make it to twenty-five. I really didn't. Really? Yeah, I, I really pretty, didn't. I felt like yeah.
2: we would because I, I'll tell you, Rana. <laughs> you start something, yeah, and then you just don't. You're not. The, you're not a quitter. You're just not.
1: Oh, I didn't think I was going to quit. You thought I was going to quit? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, come on. Always looking for a better offer. The good news Maybe. is- the, the good news is, fortunately, you, you know, you get other offers, but they're a little different. They scratch a different itch. I don't think I've ever
2: really even quit anything before.
1: No, you're not a quitter. <laughs> but it's. Re- I have to say, it has been a fabulous almost a year, and I just- I'm in love with you as the day I met you dear. It has been so fun to spend this time together.
2: It's been an honor for me.
1: I love the way the show has grown in the in the last year. I mean by and- the way Rana
2: in 1 year We have so
1: many fabulous friends that join us in the carriage house every week
2: that are frankly, we've kicked it. We've really kicked it up a notch.
1: Yeah. And we have, I mean,
2: they've always been great. I don't mean the guests. I just mean the entire show has been just really elevated.
1: Well, you know what? We're like, we're constantly moving. We just have, we're just those kind of people that are constantly moving forward.
2: That's right. And
1: we've had so many fabulous guests lately. We have some absolutely killer, as they say. Guests yeah. coming up. Yep. And for our 50th episode, I'm going to tell people right now, I probably shouldn't even tell them, but I'm going to tell them. We have a dear friend and filmmaker, Paul Fig, as our guest.
2: Now, this is someone, Rana. I will not be shut out of that conversation because I know that you are very good friends with Mr. You call him Mr. Feig, don't you? Mr.
1: Feig, of course. Okay. Like Mr. Trump. I'm like Michael Cohen. Mr. Trump at that time, Mr. Trump <laughs> said, said <laughs> did you see Rachel Maddow interview uh, Michael Cohen?
2: No, how was it?
1: It was a totally surreal experience because she was she was positively glistening with glee. Because his answers age. were so crazy? Because she wanted all of the dirt. The dirt. And it, it was almost, in a weird way, despicable because he's the kind of character that she's obviously been railing. I mean, this is what's fun about TV journalism, though those being an interviewer, is that you can often hate someone for years. And then when you get them on the interview, you have to figure out how to function and that yeah. they also have something you want, which is the dirt.
2: Yes. She intel. was a glow. Trade secrets.
1: She was a glow. But he kept talking about Mr. Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump. This he still calls him Mr. Trump. Yeah. So then at that, well, I wouldn't know the. I couldn't speak as to the mental state of Mr. Trump. I could only He's tell a you what and he a said. Sham. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
2: He Why talks he like out. a real body.
1: Yeah, he does. You know? Like a which real I guess taxi, he kind of was. Like a, a, a real up. taxi medallion owner.
2: Completely. Completely. Wrong. Completely. Speaking Finish. of which, guess who's on track to get their taxi medallion? You? Oh, no. No.
1: Cash Cab?
2: No, I know you don't like Cash Cab, but it's all I want to be in. I would love, if Cash Cab is listening, pick me up.
1: You and Drew Droege should be, and Jeff Hillage should be in Cash Cab together.
2: I would absolutely love it. The driver would drive <laughs> off a cliff, but I would absolutely, it would just be all sink to our depths. But I'd be, and by the way, at a certain point, it would get competitive with like, no, I would, I'm going to answer this one. Let, yeah. I got it. I got it. I got yeah. it. it We'd be loving yeah. that.
1: So and Ron, fun. if
2: you were on Cash Cab, you would just sit back and be like, maz or whatever the answer is you just like, say <laughs> it's it exactly
1: what i would do i'd say maz yeah
2: and then you next look question. at your watch and be like sorry dear can you take 86th okay and then the next question would come that is
1: exactly what i would do
2: uh, yeah next question okay dear uh yeah. that's how you would be and i would be like sweating <laughs> it's true
1: uh who's about to get the taxi medallion
2: well, I don't know if they're about to get their taxi medallion, but he started – He, someone oh, sold him no, an old no, taxi. No no, 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 no. No, it's going to help no, with no. the delivery that no, someone sold him. No, I don't have
1: – no, I can't do that on my 49th. I can't be starting a new thread on the Lobsterman on my 49th episode. I just can't do it.
2: No, but he's fixing up this car, and then he's going to start charging. The, the meter doesn't really work, so he's kind of working on a system. But I told him that's great because you could deliver the – because, uh, you know, he has a car that works, sometimes doesn't work, works, Is it a work. crazy
1: yellow cab like from the Queen Latifah, Jimmy Fallon movie?
2: It's a B, yeah. It's like a checker.
1: What was that called again? Taxi taxi, something? Taxi. Just taxi. Really?
2: Just like the was... TV show? Yes.
1: It wasn't called Taxi Time or Taxi Madness or something?
2: <laughs> I don't think it was called Taxi Madness. <laughs> I think it was literally, do you
1: want me to look it up? Please.
2: Oh, my God. We can't
1: trust Dante, that's for sure. I already did. But it's anyway. called
2: Taxi. Yeah. Okay.
1: You know what Dante? Oh, I'm not interested in that fresh attitude at all. But Ronna, this and he, dude, he ad- was
2: his best this time. I'm he trying. Said, he
1: said I already did. You didn't I didn't need the attitude, Dante. You could have just <gasps> popped in and said, "It's Mrs. Glickman, it's called taxi." Thank I, you.
2: I forgot that I have to say Mrs. Glickman. You're right. Oh.
1: No, you but yeah, what?
2: Mr. You Mr. Trump, I'm Mrs. Glickman, Mr. Uh, Feig.
1: Mr. Safe. You don't sure. have to say You don't have to say you're right, Dante. Okay? That is implied in any conversation that we're having together,
2: Ronna. What are you going to do about this? I mean, this is like next level bullshit coming from Dante. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he still got his mic on. Turn it off, Dante. We're talking about you, you're not Ronna. You are. Too, can
2: I be honest with you? You are too hard on Dante. You I'm gonna are say
1: wrong it. about that. <laughs> what I what I put up with from Dante, you wouldn't believe.
2: Dante, if you ever in the Boston area and you need a cab, let me know.
1: Okay. You know Thank what? You. You, Please, Dante, <laughs> mute. That's it. Gnug. All right.
2: Okay, Ronna. In any event. Yes.
1: We had Admarine Marine last week, of course, who we love. We did. Buy her book. Yes. We have a very different kind of author this week.
2: We had Little Miss Little Compton with yeah. cute braces on and, and sparklers. And now we have Little
1: Miss Little Damascus for this week.
2: Correct. We have Clarissa Ward who is, <laughs> listen, where... Arden brought the, truly the quirks and in, insanity and wildness of her yeah. upbringing in Rhode Island yeah, and, and yeah. with her parents and grandparents. She's bringing us, I mean, I guess the I exact will opposite. Say they,
1: I will say they are both true eccentrics.
2: Yes, I would agree with that. Genuine
1: eccentrics. I yeah. would agree with that. Which I think is a true compliment. Yes. Um, okay. Now, we have a couple of comments for a change here today. Ronna
2: – I mean, it's been a while since we've really honored yeah. ourselves. And is
1: there any more housekeeping? Oh, of course, the Kiss Kiss mug is, is available. Flying off the shelves. Podswag.com slash Ask If you get there and it's sold out, I don't know what to tell you, but we'll we'll be replenishing at some point. But it's Correct. limited limited quantities. I mean, that, what can we do here? And now, then we have a book club coming up. I want to remind people that's normally end of September, but it's October 2nd this month. That's Orlando. Orlando. And we have uh this we'll be announcing that we got such a response bro now
2: this is spooky Rana.
1: It's our October book club.
2: Oh I got shivers.
1: Uh, we did a poll. We had people send us their their suggestions and it was I mean I'm not kidding. In the first day Within not even four hours of posting this thing, we had 37 comments on the board. So people have w- went crazy for this. Great. Then we I, did the poll. Okay. And we'll be announcing our pick, not your pick, our no. pick.
2: That's right. With That's Cynthia right.
1: Dupree Sweeney. That's right. Excuse me. Thank you which, for
2: nominating, but we will ultimately... Which the decision it was is just, just
1: announced that Echo will be releasing her new book, Good Company, next year. Very fabulous. Exciting. Yeah. So Do you think we there's a that.
2: part for me? Oh, no, I guess it's a book. Never mind. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, Never but they mind. sell those books into movies in a minute. You should All definitely right. bring it up to Cynthia the next time.
2: I will. You don't yeah. think that's go, Shawana? For you, no. Okay. I'll definitely bring right.
1: it up. Then. And then, of course, The Hunt for Red October, The Hunt for the Blue Checkmark mark. Continues. I'm not
2: reading that. Oh, oh, okay. Correct.
1: <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. The <laughs> amount of attitude I deal with on a daily basis. The hunt Give us for The, the b-
2: Blue Check. Start following us on Instagram everywhere, but now, I'm not reading second. The Hunt for Red October. There's
1: somebody started... Uh, a Twitter account. Did you see this?
2: I think I did called like, is a Rana or something? Ask something. I did see is this.
1: Is ask Rana or something. I think I, ta- I thought it was you. So I tagged I thought you. it was I you. Did. I'm starting ghost Twitter accounts, Brian. No, That's I mean, who but I you am.
2: Did, never mind. You did tag me in something though about it. You said, you said you thought it was me.
1: I did. But and.
2: But like, it isn't Rana.
1: It's called, it's. And it's very funny, actually. This person maybe they'll be gone by the time this comes out, but they're called. Uh, hold on, hold on.
2: I have it. Is Ask Rana? Is You're Ask right.
1: Grana. And the account is called Is Ask Grana Verified yet?
2: <gasps> I'm. Cl- I've clicked on it now, and then in the banner it says unverified in leopard.
1: That's exactly right. And this Terrific. person is doing everything they can. They only have thirty followers as of this writing, but. Don't go following them without following us. Excuse me.
2: Well, excuse me, Rana. In their profile, now I think we might know who it is, it says hashtag not Yadvina. So they're saying yeah. they're not Yadvina, but I that know, might but be a the clue. I know, but the
1: English is very good. That's better than Google Translate English, so I'm not sure if that's really she Yadvina. She speaks English. Yeah, but she's not so great. Is
2: Ukrainian a language, or what? Or does she it speak— It is its
1: own language, but it's okay. also—it's uh, related to Russian. It's It's Cyrillic. Don't, sure. you re- don't you remember from when David was in Ukraine with Lana?
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I do, but I didn't notice the difference between the Ukrainian and Well, uh, I know, but Russian. don't
1: stat that because that's a whole international foreign policy conversation. Correct. About Correct. noticing the difference between Ukraine and Russia. I actually and am embarrassed I said that. And if you, no, because if you ask Putin, he'll say, that's exactly the point, Brian. That's why it should belong to us. Nobody barely notices the difference.
2: And then he'll give me a glass of something to drink and-
1: It's like Canada and here. We may as well just take them over. Right. You are how outrageous. He, that's how he feels about it.
2: There was a lot of talk about dictators, oligarchies, and now I'm honestly curious as to which side you fall down on.
1: Well, if I'm the head of state, I'm on the side of the dictator. <laughs> okay.
2: Rihanna, can we read some of these lovely Please. comments? yes. Okay. And by the way, follow us on Instagram. I'll say it one more time, even.
1: Yeah. And of course the coffee. Rather be oh, looking yes. at it than looking for it, Brian. That's how I feel. And, and I, it, I feel the same way about the it, mug, Ron. And, and couldn't look more gorgeous in this perfect kiss kiss mug. I can't do the spokes modeling quite as well as you there we are.
2: You I think you look do a lovely that. job.
1: Look at that. Gorgeous.
2: Gorgeous. Glistening. Uh, You're like Rachel Maddow on that uh, interview.
1: Don't you dear.
2: <laughs> on that interview.
1: If I was Rachel Maddow, I would wear a high necked shirt. That's just me. Uh wow but she's got a very long neck, but in any event, uh Dear Rhana
2: and yeah. Brian. Okay, this is a this is about our episode with Ed oh. from a couple weeks ago. Oh,
1: I loved our episode He's with Ed. The best. Yeah.
2: Dear Ron and Brian, I loved your most recent podcast with Ed Kimber and the talk of Borough Market. Bermansey.
1: Bermansey, yeah.
2: Bermansey High Bermansey High Street and Brindisa. It made me ever so homesick. When Ed talked about how he started spelling his name in the style of a puppet who used to be on the BBC when he was growing up, I was struck with a particular sense of nostalgia because I used to watch the same puppet when I was a kid too. I've attached a picture of Ed the Duck, and again, that's E-D-D, the duck, for your reference. Thank you for being such joyful lights in the current darkest timeline in which we find ourselves. God, kiss, kiss, Andy. This duck is adorable, Rana. Oh,
1: that's so. That's one for the carousel. We'll put that in the carousel.
2: He's got a Mohican. As Ed would say.
1: Ed Green Mohican, as Ed would say. Yeah.
2: Correct. Listener W. (laughs) Kanyer or W. Conyer gave us five stars and writes, over the moon, excuse me. Rana and Brian, capital Y, are qualified to give you the advice that you need as far as I'm concerned. First off, I'm ashamed to say I've waited this long to rate and review. I've listened from the beginning, so I'm not proud of my delay. Let's just say that. All of that aside, I wanted to commend these two on sharing genuine wisdom and compassion when responding to listeners' letters. I work as a mental health therapist, so it's encouraging to hear that they all are providing advice that is consistent with evidence-based approaches.
1: Oh, good to know we had no idea.
2: I can tell We just go that on
1: instinct around here.
2: It gets true. Yeah. I can tell both of them have done some wonderful self-awareness work. Where better to share it than this life-giving pod? Rana and Brian, capital Y, are wise and, of course, hilarious folks who deserve your listening ears. Kiss, kiss.
1: Very what about nice. That, Ronna?
2: Yeah. Do you want to read the next one or would you like me to keep going?
1: I love when you read, but I could read this one. Okay. Ter- Tarasaurus Rex.
2: Cute. I like gives it.
1: five stars only and continues. Yep. I simply had to review. Been a fan of Rana's for years and loved hearing Brian on some of my favorite podcasts through the years. When I saw them collaborating on this production, I was absolutely thrilled. Come for the advice, stay for the delightful rapport, invigorating guests, and overall upgrade to your lifestyle. No other podcast is so consistent with its hosts and its guests. Excuse me.
2: Kiss, kiss.
1: So sweet. Yeah, very nice. Then Very nice. You better read this one.
2: Oh, Ronna, by the way, I saw this.
1: You did I see saw, this?
2: I saw it as it unfolded, and I meant to even tell you about it because I was like, oh my God, she's fully listening to the podcast. Who and does
1: she think she is? Biting your
2: style, Ronna. Who
1: does she think she is?
2: I actually, when I, when I because I watched this interview, I was like, wait, what? And I thought you, she's made she? one too many trips to Marblehead to be copying your style.
1: How dare she?
2: It's not right. Which yeah. means I'm assuming it means she's sauna privileges.
1: Well, she'd have to be to get the look this right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
2: Hi, Rana and Brian, capital Y. You know, this here's what I'm going to say about the capital Y. I've said it before. So, I usually like it, but there's sometimes occasionally I don't. And I didn't like it this, this last time.
1: Just this question or just today? Th-
2: no, just this question. Okay. But I don't know uh, why.
1: Because they wrote hi. That's why.
2: And then a period at the end.
1: There's an assumed familiarity that you're not interested in. <laughs> you like when they say dear Ronna and Brian Capital. Why? Because they're showing deference to you. Maybe you're right. Sarah. Right? Hi, Ron and Brian. Excuse. What do you mean, hi? Who says we're friends? <laughs> it's the familiarity that you're not interested in.
2: Jane Fonda was on the Howard Stern show yesterday, and I couldn't help but clock who her style icon must be, photo attached. Two yeah. beautiful, dynamic women. Kiss, kiss, Nick. And Ronna, the, it looks exactly like you.
1: And the subject of the email was Jane Ronda.
2: Cute. That's cute.
1: Excuse me. Not Jane Fonda, but Jane Ronda. And I have to say, I mean, this is, again, this is one for the carousel. But Oh, no kidding. Is she kidding?
2: It is. She's wearing a leopard print shirt her hair done, by the way, Ryan. Look at her
1: exactly
2: hair. exactly like Look yours. Look at
1: her hair in the front. Is it she is kidding?
2: exactly your. If she were wearing glasses, I would honestly think that was you.
1: How dare she? Between her and Judith Light, on transparent, this right. is what I have to deal with.
2: That's exactly right.
1: Okay. Listen. You know, of the
2: way things are going, she's probably going to be on the podcast in a minute anyway. And so then she can explain herself.
1: Yeah, I guess that's probably Trish wants to come on and talk about climate change.
2: Sure. Yeah. And getting arrested.
1: Ah, uh, the Red Coat Brigade.
2: Exactly. Yeah. What uh, warriors?
1: Speaking of brigades, maybe yeah. the Al-Aqsa Brigade. That's one of the. What's uh, one of the? Um, you know, extremist factions in the Middle East. Okay. We have fabulous Clarissa Wood coming up, and I just want to say, it's unfortunate that we still are under lockdown, and that she wasn't able to come to Marblehead.
2: I think but she'd love it here.
1: On the other hand, it's probably better for everybody. Because if Clarissa Wood and I were strolling down uh, the street in Marblehead, down Atlantic Avenue, I mean, do you think people could handle two gorgeous blondes like that walking down there? They'd have to call Sanjay Gupta from CNN to helicopter him in to uh, revive the
2: Which probably she has him on speed dial anyway. She probably does. CNN.
1: We forgot to ask her if you ever have a yeast infection, do you call Sanjay Gupta? (laughs)
2: We did forget to ask, <laughs> to her ask that. him
1: what she should take. I wonder. I wonder if that's in Sanjay Gupta's contract—is that he has to he has to give all the battlefield reporters uh, advice if they're looking for <laughs> yearlies? Give them advice if they're looking for it.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, maybe there,
1: there you go. Well, when we do a second two patter with her, we'll do a follow up.
2: With she you. was a lot of fun Absolutely and a lot of smart, fabulous. Yeah. So,
1: so fabulous, down to earth, gorgeous, Uh, smart such an incredible risk taker and doing such important work. And yes. so what a pleasure to have such a fun time with her. And so now, okay, cat's out of the bag. We recorded with just today, I should say. Oh yeah. I just mean, this morning. She just left, left us moments ago.
2: Yeah. And but furious. Because,
1: but because of the rare time difference, we decided we would, do our little intro before the interview. I Normally, can't believe you accommodated that. Around.
2: I know. Yeah. I, I really am. In it's shock very okay weird because that.
1: you know I like to stick to my schedule. I, don't. I know, Rona. I,
2: I was but, when Adam said it's going to be in the morning. I was like, oh god, should I prep her or warn her or whatever? And but it worked out.
1: It's a little bit like getting an interview with a much coveted Taliban warlord. You just have to meet them on their terms.
2: True. Without she knows further, all about it.
1: Without further ado. Clarissa Wood. Wait a minute.
2: Rana. I have to tell you. Yeah. I already feel outnumbered because you, I've got <laughs> two blunt, two, two gorgeous incredibly blondes. intelligent people. Yeah. yeah. And I just sort of feel like, look, did I go to Syria? Even though I'm Syrian? No, I've yeah. never been. Yeah. And she she's really honestly, she's gotten to beat me to every punch in life. I've got to tell you,
1: if you have any questions for Clarissa about how the hummus is the supermarket hummus here versus the hummus there or whatever, okay. you, whatever the things you've been dying to know for a That's generation. Been my
2: burning question yeah. about Syria. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I want you to tell. First of all, I guess today oh. the cat, the hits keep coming in the carriage house because we have risen to a level of quality but now. This
2: is a new level. Ron. Sort
1: of. So I don't actually know if our audience can handle this.
2: Because she's like a legitimate journalist. This is a
1: real person. <laughs> she's real. person. Yeah. She doesn't play yeah. <laughs> anyone else. She's just <laughs>
2: Clarissa Ward.
1: <laughs> Clarissa Ward, thank you for being with us today,
0: dear. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much for having me. This I, is, where this were is we a finding really you? nice thing to do. Where are we finding? I know you must be exhausted. You've been on a media blitz, as they say. I have. I have. It's just endless self-promotion, and it's a little bit soul-destroying. But, you know. Did you go on the 700
2: Club? Oh, sorry.
0: What's the (laughs) 700 Club? Oh, Oh, it's
2: Pat Robertson. Do you know Pat Robertson? (laughs)
0: The it's, evangelical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a talk show now, so I was just wondering if. You oh <laughs> no! Him. I haven't been invited on yet. I, okay. I wonder why. I need to rectify that.
1: Fair enough. Well, and I want to show everyone. For my first question. Never mind all my questions. My first question is: Who took this picture, Clarissa? Oh, so Are that you picture kidding? is taken by the amazing
0: Brigitte Lacombe, <gasps> who is a you know I one mean. of the really great photographers and. I was a little nervous about putting a big picture of my face on the front of my book. I was like, hey, guys, I'm not Michelle Obama. Like, I don't know if I can pull this off. And I feel uncomfortable. And shouldn't we put a nice picture of some war zone? And they were like, why don't you just hush your mouth now? We know what we're doing. So, yeah. Yeah. No, none yeah. of that. We're putting it on the cover. Well, okay. we
1: should all be so lucky to have a picture like that with a with a flak jacket and a popped collar. It, it's a is leather a jacket. Picture. It's not a flak jacket. Is but it yes. leather? Yeah. What kind of jacket is that? Just tell me right now. I need to know. Is Rick Owens? Um, I believe it's Veda. V E D A. Sure. Or, or Veda. Yeah. But yeah. it's
0: very soft. It's perfect for Gorgeous. traveling. Gorgeous. What? Veda a is the
2: daughter in Mildred Pierce who basically tries to frame her mother for murder. It's just some context.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she is such a little brat. <laughs> she is a big that time Veda, brat. She did not know how good she had it. Mildred worked so hard. In that cafe serving
2: all those pies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're no stranger to working hard, though. I mean, Ronna, where do we start with Clarissa? Because she, let me put it this way, where she started, or let me, I, I say she started in Hollywood because everyone did.
1: No but <laughs> Here's what everyone really wants to know. Okay. It's interesting that she's been in Syria. It's interesting. It's incredible, that Rana. she's a. It's interesting <laughs> that she's a mother that's been in a war zone. She's okay? fearless, okay? It's interesting Rana. that she's got this book coming out. She's got a two or three month old baby. Excuse me. Okay? Right. It's all very interesting, but I what's mean, most Rana, it's interesting? Brave, it's
2: fascinating. It's incredible.
1: We need to talk about how Clarissa's was Uma Thurman's stand-in on Kill Bill. <laughs> That's the only thing we wanted. Has anyone asked else asked about that? Um, you know, I, I actually thought
0: that more people would ask about it. I think a lot of people comment on it, but they don't normally ask about
1: it. Uh, it was a surreal experience. I'm not going to lie. A lot of fun. I think um, you do an excellent job in the book of dropping some breadcrumbs. I think it's a tough yeah. line to to uh, toe when yeah. you say, instead of saying, I'm not going to confirm or deny, I feel mm-hmm. there are moments where you've just included details in the book. But yeah. you, you didn't have to include them Clarissa, if you didn't did want to. A,
2: did he ask Take you on a date? It.
0: N- not directly, right. no. Um, oh, was, and I, to be honest, I don't even know if he said something to the producer or if the producer was just being a really good producer and taking the initiative to be like, hey, I really think maybe you could go out to dinner and... Yeah, Have a seems date to with, with someone director. who collects
2: spittle on the sides of their mouth and then <laughs> talks about video stores?
1: <laughs>
0: or, or, I
2: Listen, you're not saying that. I said that. And I don't if so, any of it's true.
1: Or mm. if they were saying, well, he seems to be having some trouble with Uma, but if we just... Play, <laughs> if we just do coconuts with these two six foot blondes for a second, maybe maybe he'll calm down a little bit. Uh. <laughs> oh.
0: But he was a delight to work with, genuinely.
1: Except for super, the pop, super
0: super the nice. where they
1: strangled you with a uh, chain at the you know, uh, you know. I think you know it was different times.
2: Yes, and that's the, the
1: job hammers of a and, were and were that's much the job of steal. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> That's the job of a stand-in. That's what's enough of Hollywood. It pretty much is, by the way. I mean, for sure. Did you? They literally
0: were like, "You're the first stand-in we've ever had who can read. This is amazing."
2: (laughs) Right. (laughs) And so you knew then, like, Hollywood's not for me. Take me to any. Take me to to uh, uh, Iraq. Take me to (laughs) Lebanon. Take me to Syria. I've had enough. Yeah.
0: I knew that already. And that's what they couldn't understand. They were like, what do you mean you don't want to be an actress? Like, why on earth would you be a stand in if you don't want to be an actress? So, and out the like, gate, because... did you want to be a journalist? No. So, I, w- I already knew I wanted to be a journalist. Yeah. 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 I already knew. Her and, mother's But at the dentist same time, I was like, am was I not going to spend the summer in Beijing yeah. with like Quentin Tarantino? That's and true. Turner? Yeah. Uh, the internship with CNN in Moscow can wait in just a couple months. My
2: God. And then Ron, Ron and I are planning I a trip it. to St. Petersburg, but it's we're pushing it a few years back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, based on, <laughs> based on uh, both the corona climate and the political climate in Belarus, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. 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 Not a time uh, to travel to Minsk. And of course, everybody wants to talk about Saif uh, Gaddafi. Mm. And my question, you know, Brian, I don't know if you heard this one, but she Saif- went
2: in a limo with Gaddafi's son and he hit, he hit on you? Yeah. Asked you out?
1: Hit on her. He tried oh. to stick his tongue down. He just throat. he just oh. went in for the kill. He just yeah. did wow. the lunge.
0: And it was amazing because I have had guys trying to make out with me before, believe it or not. But, but I never it. had don't it don't where it. <laughs> he didn't even know my name. He never I he wasn't even like, "Hey, you're really pretty. Do you No, it was just like and here you are in the car, and uh, and I was, oh, but you don't know my name. You haven't spoken to me, and he just kept going, baby, baby, and I'm like, okay, baby is for me not acceptable ever <laughs> under wow. any circumstance. Were
2: you covering something in Libya? Is that why you were there? No,
1: I was actually was in Russia. Must, I was at a dinner party. Yeah, um, but in Fanis to save, he was he uh, he has been. P- previous to uh, the Libyan revolution or whatever you want to call it, he was very accepted in British social circles. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And if he I'm was. not mistaken, they owned pa- at least part of, or not all of the Corinthian hotel.
0: Yeah. And he had done a PhD at LSE. He was at which, London School of know. Economics. Yeah. And he was, uh, he had. So we're all pro I'm
2: just getting it straight.
0: They, now, at the tur- time. At the time, he was kind of a big deal. It was like, you okay. should want to make out with this brutal sure. dictator. Style. Yeah. And he wasn't bad looking. No, he, he he wasn't. He's actually perfectly good looking. He
1: just. Just disgusting. Needs, just his game yeah. needs a little work, you know?
0: Sure. And, and he
1: had proven himself. Uh, and he's the one that got away, though so <laughs> oh, well, yes no, i thought mean, you meant the one I that got, got it away for is that like? <laughs> not for you
2: <laughs> she's still burning a candle for him excuse
1: me she's married excuse me <laughs> she's married to a german count now she's doing fine oh, i love it he's the but one. The, yes uh, he's literally the one he's who literally the one that got away yes yes, yes. so yes. i i just <laughs> want to touch on that for a moment and then we can move on to mm-hmm. what the show is really about because this yeah, is but then the i have a follow-up Okay, great. True. And then you're going to have to answer the hummus question for Brian because this is this is epigenetic trauma we're talking about here. He's been wondering for generations if he could taste the hummus in cereal. What would it What would it really taste like? Yeah, the hummus. Sure. But my question is this: So Gadda- the Gaddafi regime falls, mm-hmm. and everybody flees to the desert because, of course, everything's a desert except what isn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is taken into captivity. He is, they hold a trial in absentia, a sort of show trial, but I mm-hmm. mean, come on, come on. And somehow or other, the father is is murdered in the desert or whatever you want to call it, taken down mm-hmm. in the desert. And there's that horrible footage, of course, and his mm-hmm. wig, wig falls off and everything else. And what, what happens to Saif that he survives this? How does he get out? And does anyone know where Anastasia. he's hiding now? Anastasia. Totally, totally <laughs> Anastasia um the bottom line is no one really knows no one really knows where he is
0: now no one really knows how it is that he was released it's believed that actually at the time that i wrote the book and at the time of publication he was living in the emirates now he appears to be back in libya how is that even possible when he was being held by the zintan brigade for you know years there's like a lot of very murky details now the russians appear to be backing him but no real clarity on how he got out, how on earth that was possible. I mean, that's um, really
1: imp- an impressive feat, I have to say. Yeah, Either as a diplomat or as a businessman or as a something. The fact someone that, I'm I'm guessing someone paid a lot of money. Yeah. That's what I'm I was gonna me. say that's an oil field too. Well, Ronna, sure. if you watched yeah.
2: Unsolved Mysteries like I told you, you would realize that a lot of people go missing. And aren't found.
1: Well, if you don't think I have so, ideas about, where it's the, not
2: just Kaddafi. If
1: you don't think of ideas about where the French father is who murdered all his kids and buried them under the stairs, oh, and that's the my back favorite garden. one. <laughs> I,
2: listen, if you want an actual <laughs> listen, if you want to step above unsolved mysteries, please read "On All Fronts" by Clarissa Ward. <laughs> it's out now, right? It's available everywhere.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah yes. Great.
2: The education it's a fabulous,
1: of the fabulous read. Fabulous. Read. I have yeah. to say, I mean, this kind of this this. First of all, the book, the cover is so inviting, of course, but it's a fabulous read. And the the other thing that's a fabulous read is your piece that you wrote in Glamour. About, oh, thank you. About being a mother. And, and I think we'll sort of touch on that probably with some of these questions that are coming up. But about people that are saying, oh, now that you're a mother, you're going to quit. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I think that's the assumption, which is, yeah, it's a little... It's, I mean, I get it. It's fine. It's a little annoying because my male colleagues who do the same work don't really get that when they become fathers. So there's definitely a double standard. But, um, yeah, I don't, I, I try not to get bent out of shape about this kind of stuff. I leave yeah. that to people on Twitter, you know? Right, because yeah.
2: you're, like, risking your life constantly so there's bigger fish to fry?
0: <laughs> sort of, yeah. Carissa,
2: my two questions are thus. Yes. <laughs> Number one, did you ever attend a party where you had a sighting of Ghislaine Maxwell?
1: Great question. It's
2: a
0: really good question. And I wish I could say yes, man. Because I would love to have some more dirt, some more texture on who this woman is and what made her so deeply, deeply disturbed. But I have not met her.
1: But My second know, question, What about please. the father, though? Do, do you have an opinion about whether the Robert Maxwell fell off the back of that boat or jumped or what? Well, you know, here in the UK, it's, it's a, it's a uh, very
0: it's a, big story. There, It's a very big yeah. story. It's, it's always been a big story. Yeah, and, it's a
1: mythological um, tale over there. Uh,
0: you know, the nickname for him back in the day, because he was originally from Czechoslovakia and he had this whole issue with, you know, stealing money from uh, pension schemes, etc., was... The bounce check, because then he lost all his money. Get it? Like yeah. the check bounces, and also <gasps>
2: got it. Maybe yes. he bounced it took out of a the back to the
0: boat.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> My second question is Clarissa. So you acknowledge this in the book. It's certainly nothing. All I'm saying is this: you have a different life experience than I did, in in the way you were brought up, probably. Right? I mean, another. Or I don't the, know
0: what your experience was.
2: Not in the way you were brought up, but just you come from.
0: A highly Upper. dysfunctional but loving family. <laughs> yes, but also also,
2: you're like an Upper East Side type, right?
0: Okay, yeah, fair. That's yep. sort
2: of what I mean. I didn't yep. mean that yep. we come from different upbringings, just different – we were brought yep, up in different places. You. Got mm-hmm. it. I want to know if anyone ever – because this is obviously a thing up there. Your name's Clarissa. Did they ever call you Bunny or Kiki or <laughs> Meow Meow or anything? Like, you know how they have why those nicknames?
1: Why don't you tell me your
0: mother's name? My mother's <laughs> name is Donna. Oh.
1: Or was it your grandmother? No, but one of them has oh, my a, grandmother's name is
0: Vivian. Granny Griegs was her nickname. But I thought your mother had a funny nickname, like Bunny no, or what? No, my mother doesn't have any nickname. Oh, I thought there was a nickname do with Donna. It's
2: were you like, ever a Kiki?
0: <laughs> I wasn't a Kiki. I wasn't a Buffy. I wasn't a Muffy or that. a Miffy or right. But you know, it's that's a big thing in the sort of Waspy world of the Upper East Side, but also here in the UK like they no one you know like posh girls and now you're gonna get me going into my english accent because i was gonna like say something
2: just happened
0: yeah would... you'd, i'm channeling you know a different side of myself it's like being bilingual but it's really totally useless um but yeah all girls have names like ridiculous names yeah. like you know i hope that was not an offensive question and... i didn't i didn't mean to what no it was a good okay, question God. okay good it's a totally totally names appropriate like, question like binky Binky's actually the name of my agent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go.
0: Yeah. Latte. All right. Should, we, should okay. we get into
1: some advice? Let's but, do it. But Brian, who should know that about Clarissa is that she was raised between two worlds—both the Upper East Side and in England. So she is a she's bilingual, and it's completely useless, as she says. But she can yeah. switch <laughs> on a dime. I do uh, wonder if you feel that chameleon upbringing helped you helps you in your war correspondence. Yeah, it work. does
0: in the sense that it means you can kind of parachute in anywhere, and like as long as I have food basically I'm okay. I can, I can, I can get into the groove and make friends and get around.
1: And you speak how many languages, Clarissa? Uh, Well, you know, there's a lot of
0: fanfare about my uh, abilities as a linguist, but I speak French and Italian fluently. I speak Russian and Arabic conversationally. (sighs) I can understand Spanish and read the newspaper and speak a little bit because of French and Italian. And I speak basic Mandarin. And, of course, English and American. <laughs> when did you God. pick up the
1: Mandarin? When I lived in Beijing. Uh huh. And you had yeah. to take an intensive language course? Yeah, or? you
0: had to because you get into a taxi and it's like um, – it's not like, you know, in Paris where you can be like, uh, Eiffel Tower, and like right. you're going to get there. Even if, you know, like if I, if I get into a taxi in China, I need to say – we'll choose San Litor, or we'll, I need to tell them where I'm going, you know? Wow.
2: Where was that to?
0: <laughs> Sanlitun, which was an uh, area where all the bars were. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Clarissa, we're going to get was, into some questions. That
1: was all Clarissa's Mandarin, by the way. Uh, yeah, that was it. All, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, take and, me like, to the bar.
0: Bing shui. Like, can I have some ice water?
1: Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. All
2: right. You want to Shall read the first one, Ronna?
1: Sure. I'd be delighted to. Oh. Hi, Ron and Brian and guest. Please don't use my name. Long story short, I was engaged for five years. Finally had my bridal shower this past July. And then the wedding was called off last week. Anger anger management issues and infidelity on his part. That's a parenthetical by the way. Do I have to give the give back the gifts I received at my bridal shower. (laughs) We have been using them since we received them. So it's not like I'd be giving them uh, gifts back in a condition that they could be returned to the store in. Excuse me. How do I go about this situation? I want to be considerate to all of the friends and family that have supported us through all of this, but I'm not quite sure how any advice you can offer is so much appreciated.
2: Clarissa, what do you think? Is it how long have they been married? They were engaged five years and married for a minute. Oh no, weren't married ever.
1: Never married. I love the brevity of the relationship part. That's my favorite. They breezed right five past years that and path. then she
2: broke. Just to recap, she broke up. Like they broke up, I should say, shortly after, right before they were going to get married.
1: They. She had her bridal shower last uh, this past July, so that's what um, two months ago.
2: Okay. Oh, I see. And
1: okay. now, last week, she found out that he's been cheating on it. And she also just found out that he has anger management issues after five years together. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, Carissa, uh, what do you think? I, she keeps the stuff. I mean, definitely. And any
0: good friend would be like, okay, you just got hit hard. Yeah. Please keep the Le Creuset. Uh, I was
1: just going to say the least you deserve is a Le Creuset Dutch oven yeah. after all this. Yeah. 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 100% keep it.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I think I think you have to. I mean, also, if not any for other reason, but like you've used the stuff, who would want it? Like that. You know, in other words, it's not anything you even take back. That's just like, does the person who gave it want all that stuff? But it beside the point, absolutely keep it, Clarissa. I think you're dead, dead right.
0: Also, when you give stuff away at bridal showers and baby showers, it's like, I mean, you don't it's, it's not like a really thoughtful personal gift. It's like, here we go. What's the difference Knives. between? There but you what's go. What's the difference
2: between a bridal shower and a wedding present? Like a bridal present and a wedding present—is oh, it all I, the same? Oh,
0: see, this is where I always get confused. We don't even do bridal showers in the UK,
2: right? Like, like I, wonder I don't what even a bridal know what that sho- is. Well, we uh, have some people do a an hen night where we party. get
0: them very, very drunk and have them make a fool of themselves. Hen party, yeah.
2: Hen night, hen night, yeah.
1: What do you? They call it? We have a stag night and a hen night. We call it a bachelorette, of course. Oh yeah, bachelorette. Yeah. I have no. to tell you, there's hen a big night.
2: difference between a stag and a hen.
0: Do you think
2: those? <laughs> Like, cause don't they call for the men? They say stag, so true.
1: It's not which unfair, is like a gorgeous
2: animal. And then hen night squawk, squawk.
1: Yeah. Like. The hens are brooding around waiting to sit on their eggs at the end of the
2: night. <laughs> exactly. It seems an unfair name, but I think Clarissa, you're absolutely right. I don't think you can give that stuff back because by the way, you're humiliated enough.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. anybody
1: that would ask for it back really isn't your friend.
0: No, not exactly. And you need to keep an eye
1: on that. I mean, of course, people are strange about money. So there are people who will absolutely behind your back talk about you and say, can you believe I spent $43 on an egg, $11 on a dash egg cooker for her? And she had the nerve to not get married. Right. But those who you have to laugh at those people in life. I mean, this, if you're going to be petty like that, but if there is a good friend that gave you something, I don't know what, if someone did Priceless. give you a Le Creuset, d- a Fabergé egg yeah. or a Le Creuset Dutch oven, whichever, uh, you might consider being a little more generous, a little more thoughtful with them on their, if you're, if you're the kind of person, that, if you exchange gifts on their next birthday or when their big event happens or whatever it is, because None of this ever made any sense to me anyway, because it's a barter economy. This is like when yeah. you go to a bus metzvah. you're invited to 14 bus mitzvahs, you have to buy 14 presents. You have yours, 14 people have to buy you a present or 40 or 400, however many people you have. But I never really, under- at the end of the day, it's musical chairs. So why don't you just buy your own stuff? At the end of the day, you spend the money 100%. on them. You spend it on you. Why not get what you want? I picked out you my own china remember That episode of Sex in the City with a meal it, and and Carrie the-
0: gets mad because her shoes go missing, and she's like, "Listen, I got you stuff for your bridal shower. I got you stuff for your baby shower. Just because I'm single and don't have kids." you know, let's have a a little shoe shower. Yeah. Didn't she
2: calculate that she basically spent over like $5,000 on this person throughout their life?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then she like got a
1: free pair of shoes. This is Tatum
2: O'Neill. She was the guest star. This
1: is the Clarissa Wood content. People have been waiting for. (laughs)
2: Which the, the
1: Clarissa Woods Director's Commentary on Sex in the City
2: <laughs> Clarissa did you ever watch Clarissa Explains It All I'm sure you get that all the time I
0: did she ruined my life thank I, you that very makes much because that's the only I, other I, Clarissa I know
2: well, uh, I know, know and I was named her.
0: after like Anthony Eden's wife I was named after Clarissa <laughs> the first great novel by Samuel Richardson and then I get this na na na
2: na nah, nah. I'm like what na 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 totally
0: oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I she's do, got a I, lot to answer for that
1: Melissa I, John Hart. Yeah. I do no it was wasn't it? What's it was, it it Melissa, was jo- Melissa?
2: It was Melissa. It was Oh, John I thought Brown. it was the Believe other me. one.
1: What was the other girl's name? I can't remember. Anyway, she played another one, character on Nickelodeon just like that. Another blonde too who, who uh anyway. Marissa here's my qu- Yeah, exactly. Overalls and a pencil and a diary. Yeah. Here's my uh here's my other question to you. What does Clarissa Wood watch? when she wants to decompress. What is on Clarissa Woods, either Netflix queue or whatever it is. But I'm curious, obviously, it is interesting. Your life switches between two very different paces. Yeah. And so obviously you're comfortable with that duality, which means it wouldn't be beyond the pale to me that you could be in Syria covering, you know, a mass grave and then go home and watch an episode of Sex in the City to decompress. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm just curious – Either what how, what's gotten you through in certain instances and or I what know are the you watching dreads. now? I want to
2: know I want to know that real trash. Brian's you...
1: been vi- Brian's been very into game
0: shows. Okay, from well eight eight I have a confession to make. Start I started watching with. a show recently that yeah. then my husband put that he was like, I'm gonna leave you if you keep watching <laughs> it. And Geordie it, Shaw. It, it's oh <laughs> no, I've I've watched plenty of Geordie Shaw. That's not so bad. This is even worse because it's like deeply exploitative. Um, they're basically put two people who've never seen each other. It's Australian married at first sight. Thank you. Obsessed. Obsessed. And they're airing
2: married at first sight, Australia in the U S now
0: because it's so good. I guess it's,
2: I haven't seen the new one, the Australian one, but it's like, it's They're. they're, I guess it's so good. They brought it here. Yeah.
0: Oh my. And I would be like furiously Googling, like how many (laughs) of these couples actually stay together. And like starting to like talk with an Australian accent because I feel like I so invested in the characters. Yeah. And yeah. Anyway, my husband, my husband was like, "Time out. We are not watching this anymore."
2: That's a pretty good one, though. I mean, that's that's a that's but a good. But that's like a
1: breastfeeding excuse, isn't it? Yes. I have to watch this while I'm breastfeeding. I have to exactly. just pick something I can watch twenty five minutes of at a time. Exactly. That's and the whole idea when you're breastfeeding is you just mm-hmm. watch garbage and you say well this this is the only thing I I can't pay attention to a narrative show while I'm doing this so yeah I this is I have to watch this I don't have a choice I love
2: that I truly it's I've loved that show (laughs) that's all the excuses
0: when you're you're saying I love breastfeeding and I was like Uh,
2: (laughs) I love it I really just do I can't I mean I go up to women and I say can I shake your hand thank you Do you
1: have a this is a very personal question, but do you have do you have a limit on that so that you are Um, able to go back to work? Is it I know do you have a number like if I do this for 32 days, my son will be attached and then I can go to Syria for two weeks? Okay. So for me it's not about like for some people it's about
0: bonding. Going and traveling. No, we're bonded. Like we get we get along fabulously. He's almost three months. Um it is really stressful and he's built like a sumo wrestler. So like he's permanently hungry. So I'm like, buddy, oh, when too we get much. to three months, yeah, three months, three months
1: yeah, gave you a good start. And then you going to just yeah. start. You got all the enzymes and the antibodies and yeah. now you can go eat a steak on your he own. Will. And you know, the whole breastfeeding
0: obsession, honestly, I think breastfeeding is great. I'm not knocking it. But when you've been to places where, like you know, women would cut off their right arm to give their kid formula, yeah, it gives you a slightly different perspective on the whole kind of breastfeeding mafia who like go up to people who are bottle feeding their babies in oh, playgrounds yeah. and say those like, you're are very of child abuse,
1: very first <laughs> world problems.
0: <laughs> yeah, but all yeah. that exactly. said, Clarissa, it's like organic
1: never... fruit. I'm like,
0: okay, everybody, pipe down. D- agreed.
2: But I have to be honest with you. All that said, he will never forgive you for this.
0: And also, I only <laughs> buy organic fruit, so I'm a total hypocrite. Oh, same, like, except yeah. for citrus.
2: Sometimes I'll be like, "Look, you're not. It doesn't actually even matter because it has this crust or whatever p- rind. Yeah, so peel. it doesn't really peel. So <laughs> it doesn't really.
1: <laughs> Did your orange have a crust?
2: That's how often what I eat of oranges. What kind of citrus <laughs> are you eating? <laughs> <laughs> only the crustiest. There for are me. certain
1: foods that I protect. It a tomato. You want an organic tomato.
2: Something with a <laughs> A berry, You probably want an organic berry. That's exactly right. <sighs>
1: anything with a thin skin yeah uh, okay but also then there's all those women who can't breastfeed so there's exactly that and we pull put way too inverted much inverted shaming which totally. everybody whenever you can't whenever, whenever you're feeling guilty about something always think about someone that actually can't do it yeah and realize it's just like a river that runs down a mountain it finds its way yeah. percent so,
0: that's you know, wise,
1: Ron. I really can't. Is. I can't run. He's crying. I can't run to answer answer the, his call. What if I didn't have any legs? Would he love me any less? Yeah. <laughs> that's
2: what you thought when you were were not breastfeeding, Ronald.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. What I thought was, I have a tennis game at two thirty. All right. <laughs> <Okay>. Brian, <laughs> Brian, you read the next one. Well. Hello, well, it's very bo- If happy mom, happy son. That's what I said. 100%. Okay. Very yeah.
2: nice. That is the most important. Hello, Rana Bryant, and esteemed <laughs> guest, Clarissa. I work in agriculture, and due to harvest, this is the busiest time of the year for my coworkers and I. Oh. It requires Speaking working... of
1: Speaking of uh, crusty oranges.
2: That's right. Yeah. It requires working 10 to 12-hour days, six to seven days a week, with pretty strenuous activity. Because of the pandemic, we've all been wearing face masks, which I'm sure you can imagine can become pretty irritating for the skin. Also, because we are located on the west coast, we've been working in environments with high levels of smoke and air particulate.
1: Yeah. It sounds
0: awful.
2: Do you know of any I agree, do you know of any from face- a woman
1: that worked in Beijing? Come on. That's yeah.
2: true. That's it true.
1: It is a five hundred and sixty on sure. any any day of the week.
2: I mean, she's been to like Damascus and Aleppo and everywhere else.
1: Do you know of any
2: (laughs) face mask material or design that minimizes the amount of moisture that gets trapped? If not, are there skincare products that you would recommend to address prolonged mask wearing or smoke exposure? Any advice you can give would be greatly appreciated so we can stay as safe. So we can stay as safe and looking fabulous as you. Kiss, kiss, Rebecca.
1: Okay. Now this is a question. The first part of the question is Rebecca, you know what? Don't bother me with your Googles, okay? Find the right mask. Find you the either the one that has the valve or the other one. or Just make sure it has the N95 or KN95 lining. For the, the difference, smoke. The difference being KN95 and N95, my understanding is the only difference is that one is certified for medical use. The other isn't, but it's essentially the same material. Watch but, your
2: words cuz Clarissa um, I believe is anti-mask. She's going so well, to She's going
1: to explain it all. <laughs> Are you trying to get me guilt?
2: <laughs> no, I'm she gonna is get, not.
1: I'm going to get death threats. I <laughs> love
2: masks. She loves them.
1: But this goes to the very I think this is a great question for Clarissa. And actually it's touched upon in the Glamour piece, excuse me. But my question is again, Clarissa is a woman that lives between two worlds. So, Clarissa, not only that, you're on camera. And Mm. we can pretend you don't know what you're wearing when you're on camera, but I think we all know you probably have your battlefield pants tailored before you leave for (laughs) Syria. You're a a woman that was raised a certain way. You know the value of the right white T-shirt, the right white blouse, a popped collar, a Veda motorcycle jacket that's also packable. But you want to know about she
2: also has the brilliance to make it look like, Oh, this, I just threw it on today.
1: Of course. Uh, that yeah. is the job. Okay. Yeah. That's you the want, job. <laughs> you want, that's, you want it. You want them to tune in again? What do you think? Dan Rat. That's why Morley Safer had to go to 60 minutes. Cause he never had the right, he never had the right outfit and he didn't have the look. And Clarissa has the whole package. Mm. So here's oh, my question you. to you. What do you do for your skin? And what do yeah. you think, what are your priorities? Cause you do find yourself. I mean, even what is, I can't remember which one you're talking about. I think when you're in with the Taliban, when you yeah, go with and the, the women and the face cream, right? But that's in the article. but also the men, I mean, this is, I've been thinking about this quite a bit, actually during Corona, et cetera. It's very funny. I'm curious what you think about this, but do we have seven hours now? But, uh, <laughs> I'm very interested in the fact that there was all that anti-hijab legislation in France. And now it's in France and Switzerland, and then it was sort of moving across Europe. And now everybody has to wear a face mask. So everyone's completely exposed as being racist. Because you can wear a face mask when you want to or when you need it, but not when you want to. Well,
0: Yeah. Not if it's for religious reasons.
1: Yeah. So in any event, my question is this. You're constantly you're in the desert. You're wrapping something over your face. You're unwrapping it, but you yeah. have to worry about your skin. So you must have a couple of products or a couple I of. I want to hear about this
2: face cream.
1: That uh, well, I think yeah, it was, I have a very I wonder if ex- it was La Mer because it was. No, in it's, pot. Not Le it's not La
0: Mer. It's not La Mer. It's called um. You know, I always forget the name of it. It's called QMS. I think it's oh designed, yes. I'm like it's double g- checking on the. It's Google a German
1: really. company. QMS. It's a German company.
0: Yeah. Oh, you've heard of it? Okay, great. I got it right. So it's a it was a trauma surgeon who designed this like cream for like incredibly sensitive skin. I'm very fussy about. It. I don't Lamer for me. It's too rich, too thick. I don't too thick, too yeah. too, too unctuous. It,
1: yeah. So and also it's too heavy perfect. for you to carry. You and it's spooksack. too heavy. You know. Yeah.
0: So I love the QMS. The very simple 24 hour cream um i put it on at night during the day i wear boots which is the famous british pharmacy oh yeah boots spf 15 which i know is not high enough but like i kind of want to get a little bit of a color you know so
1: yeah and so do you carry a cleanser or a wipe or what is your
0: i carry yeah i see you always have to go everywhere with wet wipes right? Because like sometimes obviously baths and showers are not, well, baths are (laughs) definitely not happening, but sometimes showers are not happening as well. So wet wipes are how you stay not smelly. And um, then I use a face wash called simple, which is pretty much what it sounds like. It's, it's very cheap. It's very simple, but it's um, it's nice. It doesn't smell. I don't like smelly things.
1: Yeah. Yeah, nor do I. I have very specific scents that I'm all right. Whether it's mostly a citrus or a eucalyptus or Mm. something in that family. Mm. Occasionally a lavender.
2: Do you like bath bombs, Clarissa?
1: I never really got into bath bombs because I use
0: lavender oil in the bath. Oh, okay. That's nice. Mm -hmm.
1: Clarissa will understand because she lives in the UK that there is nothing more disgusting than walking by a lush store on the high street. I literally... No one's ever
0: said that to me. And I feel like you are now my spirit animal because every time I pass it, I'm like. Eh.
1: Not only the smell, but the fact that they're <gasps> serving that soap like fudge. They
2: cut off a piece for you. It's so they'll f- just fresh. They'll slice you
1: a piece of soap like fudge. It's no, fresh, Rana, well, well, And it's so it's overpowering. It's fresh, It
2: is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. Well, so I'm not again. you go to. QMS 24 hour. Uh, yeah, that's my go-to exactly. Yeah. But there Please. is this, and then do you get a facial the second you get back to London? I should probably
0: get more facials. No, I I I get them occasionally, but not
1: not a huge yeah. amount. Clarissa is one of these women, Brian, who Europe has that inherited the European idea of. You just give a little information. So when people say you look, <laughs> when people say you look great, you say, "Oh, I got eleven hours last night and slept that much in three But months. really,
2: she got a face transplant. Just got,
1: we- just got back from France where she had a stem cell treatment, and she was, you know, <laughs> uh, in, a, in a hospital for three weeks. Yeah,
2: <gasps> got it.
1: Covered in bur- covered in burn uh, wrappings and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and. <laughs> If you appeal. didn't learn that from your mother, you well, you didn't learn it from your English grandmother because English women don't take care of the skin. I uh, know my mother. My
0: yeah. mother is no but stranger. But your mother to, knew she's what she was American. She knows. She yeah. knows where it's at. You know. Yeah, absolutely.
1: She's, she's
0: looked the same age for a long time.
1: Uh, Good for her. I saw her on your Instagram. She's very cute. She is. She is. Yeah. She now, is are she and your father together again? They are, but are they, they living have together a kind of, again?
0: They live together, but they have separate bedrooms. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Well, at a I certain think they're point, they're just kind of honest. You know, when you're in your yeah. 70s, it's like, are we really still knocking the boots? And you know, whoever is at in their 70s, power to you. But like, but I'm kind man, of these excited are, for my 70s people, to not have to do that anymore. These are and people also that like took like you,
1: a 30 year interval in their marriage. Good for them. Yeah. Everybody so they needs did. a break every <laughs> now and then. Little, they had a break, and
0: there were like <laughs> other people on the scene for a while, but it was sort of understood that they were secondary.
2: That's great. Cool.
0: I think that it, was a, it was perfect. an unusual setup. But you know what? With kids, what's amazing is like, as long as people are not like fighting and hating each other, kids are just like, whatever.
2: Also, I have to say, at a certain age, what could be better? What could ever be better than a wonderful night's sleep, which <laughs> you can get by yourself in your own room? You know oh, what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. I'm a widow. It's so one of the one of the silver linings.
2: You're a widow, but you're not alone, Rana.
1: One of the silver linings. Well, Mister. Cleveland's not allowed to sleep. I'm talking in my about room. me, Rana. Oh, silver linings. Oh, absolutely. That Clarissa. The other was that he used to leave his orange juice glass. He'd drink orange juice all day. Dad make him a fresh squeezed orange juice, a grapefruit juice, depending on his bone and depending on the season. And he would drink it all day. And you know when the pulp dries on the absolutely. side of the glass. Ugh. Like I was put on this planet to wipe pulp out of a glass. And so I don't miss that. I don't
2: miss yeah. That at all. Okay. Okay.
1: Hi, Ronna and Brian and guest. I love the show and thank you two offer good advice, which is why I'm writing. Good advice. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for thanks for the endorsement.
2: <laughs> they really put themselves out they there. They really
1: Ron. should find somebody else if we're only giving good advice. I'm 49, happily married with a 14 year old son. I work on i I work in IT, which is where I need some help. I'm uh, last month I left the only job I have ever really enjoyed doing, IT for my local school district. It was low pay, twenty nine thousand, but I'm in rural Georgia, and my wife is a teacher, so we were doing okay. Anyway. I liked the people and fixing computers for the kids and teachers made me feel like I was part of the solution, not the problem. Plus, I got four to five weeks of time off before I took one personal vacation. So that's nice. I only looked for a new job one day, one day, and lo and behold, I got it. it was, I was just kind of testing the waters. I'm in a new job now at $38,000, but it is an hour away and it is a two-person department, me and my boss. He is a right-wing nutcase who says racist and transphobic things. My son was born a girl, so that bothers me. On top of that, the job is for a small city and it is super boring. I sit at my desk all day as opposed to actually fixing things and helping people. I've made a pro-con list and the only thing that is a pro for the new job is more money. Is that enough? I hate my new job, my new boss, and the drive, which makes me go to bed earlier and get up earlier. I can, get back my old, I can get my old job back probably and in fact have looked into it, but I'm afraid my wife will be upset, disappointed, or angry that I have given up the extra money that we now have plans for. Should I get my old job back? I don't want to be miserable all the time and I definitely don't want to start to resent my wife due to my dumb decision. She is also worried about both of us working in the school system during COVID, which is a concern, I guess. I don't wanna be pissed about my giving up a nice raise or feel like I'm not giving my new job a chance. But I don't want to be unhappy and kicking myself every day for making a bad decision. But I already do that. So dot dot dot. Please help me, Rana and Brian. Thanks for any help. He signed it, but I'm not gonna say his name because I'm not sure he thought about that. Yeah. Clarissa? I mean, look,
0: my instinct is like, go back to your old job, like be happy, be whole. Um, But obviously you got to talk about it with your wife. It has to be a decision that the two of you make together and come to naturally. Otherwise it's going to create friction. But um, maybe that sounds a little bit like, I don't know, Pollyanna-ish to just say, forget all that extra money, but it seems like if you're unhappy and you were doing okay before, then – but that's just me.
2: I think I think you're right about don't, like, catch your wife up to speed on where you're at. I, I don't know if you've had a really open, honest conversation about what this job is doing to you and how unhappy you are. And you don't have to say, and I already checked and da 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 because then it sort of gets like, well, why didn't we talk about this together? But I think you just – sort of just talk to your wife maybe a little bit you know about how it's making you feel and the impact it's having on i don't know your outlook your life your livelihood because like a 30 40% raise in income is a, is a big raise i mean that is like that's not nothing uh but i don't know i mean i would just rather be really happy and create that sort of environment for my son and my family than being miserable. I, don't, I yeah. just don't think I could do it.
1: You also yeah. say that you have a four to five week vacation. So maybe there is a situation, I don't know. I mean, you do IT. I assume you could do that for other people. You don't have to do it. You know, not just, you got a job in a minute when you looked for another job. I wonder if there is some sort of a freelance project or a something that you could take on as during that vacation time not for the 5 weeks but maybe you do a week at this company because they need blank or maybe there's a employment agency for people with your skill set if if the extra money is really that important to the family then why not sacrifice a week or two of your 5 week vacation which in the UK is standard 6 weeks or whatever it is but In America, that's a very long vacation and a very luxurious benefit to have, Mm -hmm. which is wonderful. But if the family is really worried about money, maybe there is a way that you could take on a little side project, something that you don't become overly invested in, but that might be kind of fun. Maybe you could do IT for a summer camp or maybe the school system. Everything is changing so much now. I know you're worried about the school system, but there's so much work from home, uh, Zooming and this and that with COVID, maybe there's an extra project that you could either do for the school system in the next town, or you know, maybe there's something with somebody. You just have to do a little digging. If the money is a really big, big concern, but there is no worse feeling than staying in a job you hate, yeah, and uh, and knowing in your bones that it's not right. This doesn't seem to be a case of I. I didn't give it a shot. I mean, Clarissa, think back to being Uma Thurman stand
0: <laughs> I was actually thinking of being on the overnight assignment desk at Fox News. Which yes. Was,
1: well that's actually, yeah. No, that's a more that is the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. yeah. And something you felt you had to do for your career. It did sound yeah. like a, a miserable time.
0: It was I mean, miserable. I, yeah. It was miserable. I put on a lot of weight. I had like thyroid Impossible. issues. Impossible. It was awful. awful.
1: But it does um, take – that kind of stress really does pile up and take a toll on your body. And it also oh, yeah. makes it impossible for you to enjoy your time with your family. Yeah. So even though you're part of this family unit, you're still a person. And you have to absolutely – you know, you have to answer to yourself for how you treat yourself on a daily basis too. And I'm not saying ignore whatever your wife says. I think you two are both dead on. Talk to your wife. But, Is
2: this like a West Co- – I'm going to say something, and it's actually a question for you too because I don't know if it's like West Coast bubble – Mode or something. Would you think this person might enjoy their job any better if they said something to their boss? Maybe it would feel more empowered there or something. Like just to what? be like, You're it racist? makes me uncut. The next time it happens, it makes me uncomfortable when you say stuff like that. But I think he likes just really dislikes this job even more than the boss, right?
0: I mean, the boss does sound pretty obnoxious.
2: Yes, he does. And I don't know if the writer might. I don't know if there's something we're like. Okay, well.
0: There's
1: only I, Now two that I've
2: pe- settled with the boss, I There's don't know. There's only
1: two people in the department. This guy gets a real charge out of helping little kids, being the guy yeah, at the right. school. He comes Mr. Computer Guy. He has a chocolate in his pocket, whatever. Well, that's creepy, one. You know, I was about to say.
2: That's inappropriate. Why
1: take it there? (laughs) But it's a a school environment. And you know how there's your favorite gym teacher, your favorite computer teacher. No, that doesn't exist. No one had a favorite
2: gym teacher. Well,
1: the people that didn't mind gym did, Brian. (laughs) That's your guess. Not the ones that was glued to the back while hoping not to be chosen for dodgeball. Oh, or and whatever. forging my mother's signature every
2: chance I got. <laughs> Brian has arthritis today. Sorry.
1: I think you need to find a way to be happy because otherwise it's gonna seep into the mid I mean I got sad reading the letter. You yeah. sound like you're in a really tough way.
2: And by but. the way, there's no bigger blessing. Than loving your job, like the mm-hmm. fact that you were in a job you loved, is very rare. Major, one hundred That doesn't happen. That does not happen very often. So if you loved that job, don't yeah. Do it. I mean, yeah. there are very few that, that like that. So,
1: did you ever have any boyfriends, Clarissa, before the count? Who, oh, uh, yeah. who <laughs> wanted you to? No, I don't mean oh. boy. <laughs> Oh really Clarissa You seem like the kind of woman That went through life Never had a boyfriend And then married a German count That's what you seem like to me uh, My question is, I won't ask any questions About where his family was During the war It's not—it's—it's not, it's, it's water under the bridge As far as I'm concerned But my question is My question is this They've done a, they've done a great job In Germany With educating uh, The next generation uh, My question is this Did you ever have any Boyfriends Well, even friends who tried to hold you back from doing the job that you wanted to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did. I had one. I appreciate how
1: happy you were doing that. I
0: mean, he 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 loved me very much. But, you know, it takes a really strong man to be like, okay, babe, no, that's all right. You go off and gallivant around war zones and, uh, you know, I'll be in Starbucks when you get back. I mean, that's (laughs) not easy for a lot of men. Um, and so I did have a boyfriend who was like, you know what, this is not really my bag. So,
1: but you're in a relationship now with someone who understands that you love your job, loves your job and wants you to be happy. And also that there are sacrifices inherent in you having that job. Mm -hmm. No, and he's also,
0: you know. Yeah, my husband is so laid back. He's like horizontal. The first thing he said to me, I met him at this dinner in Moscow and I was like, he's like, what do you do? And I was like, well, I go to Iraq and Afghanistan. I'm a journalist and da-da, And he just goes, I think war correspondents are egomaniacs. <laughs> and I was like, wow, there is a first time for everything. I mean, that is some <laughs> strong game.
2: Did you want to throw yourself in front of the train?
0: No, I wanted to throw myself in front of him because, yeah. <laughs> of course, I have that like thing that so many women have where I'm like, oh, my God, you're kind of mean to me right now. And I'm so into that. Sure. Um, maybe that sounds a bit
2: weird. No, I mean, that's everybody, I think.
1: Yeah, I, right. I'm yeah, like, I don't think it's just I think also when you're a person like Brian and I top of a field. Okay. Uh, incredibly strong personality, you know, love what we do, and, and no one could stop us from doing it. But you just want somebody – you're in, you're an in-charge person all the time. It's nice when somebody push, pushes back on you. Yes. Because yes. it's very unusual or that they have the fortitude to do that as opposed yeah. to just teasing. But somebody yeah. that really is a formidable person on their own. Yeah, and I yeah. would say,
0: like, the nice thing about my husband is, like, 90% of the time – I'm kind of in charge, which is good. But then the 10% where he's like, hold on. It's like, okay. Totally. Yeah. Like that is your 10% and it's a very important 10%. But the stuff of like, we have to go and see my friend today and I promised you would come and like you will, you know, like that's my 90%. And also I'm going to Syria and I'm pregnant, but. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Sure. I'd love to see that rom-com.
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm going
2: to syria and i'm pregnant (laughs) we have one last question it's very quick though and it's london specific hi ron and brian thanks for all the laughs you've both given me over the years i have a question that i can already hear ron scolding me for but she's the only authority i trust on this matter and clarissa how often should i be cleaning my (laughs) towels and bed sheets oh I've asked multiple friends and done Google searches. But the <laughs> answers vary greatly from the highly impractical... Clarissa imp-
1: just recoiled. People, both- can't, people can't see that because they may not see this part of the video. She recoiled. Yeah,
2: But the answers vary greatly from the highly impractical... Impractical to the downright disgusting. Asked friends, multiple friends, and Google searches before you ask. Yes, I'm a 28 year old man.
1: Oh, Ron is oh. his favorite age. Of course,
0: <laughs> they're Where like is they're like the least hygienic people out there. 28 year old men. You know? Yeah, I that, mean, second think, only to college. We
2: kids. go men so that, hard on that age group on the show, just so you
1: know, <laughs> men specifically. Men yes. that they're the kind of men that think that because they shower in the bathroom, the bathroom is clean. Because yeah. they go in and get water. they go in and get clean, so then that bathroom must be clean. And meanwhile, they're walking through a path of dust.
2: Oh, and get just ready, Ronna! You-
1: hair and skin, and that's the only clean piece to the ba- to the bathroom is their. Pe- well, their listen to what they say between they the say- shower and the door.
2: They say, before you ask, yes, I'm a 28-year-old man, and yes, my bathroom probably isn't as clean as I think it is.
1: Well, then it's worse than you think it But is. I'm
2: generally a clean and tidy person. I no, just need you your guidance. No, you take a
1: shower. That's all that means. Please And help. you don't leave dishes in the sink. Yeah.
2: With love laundering in London.
1: Now, this is a good one. for P.S., this is the guy that had the Coco Chanel Flatmate, when we did. Oh, I
2: didn't read the P.S. Okay, sorry. Uh, P.S. I was the person at the throwing shade live show in London who asked about my flatmate who was decorating his who was decorating the flat with paintings of cats dressed as Coco Chanel. (laughs) (laughs) I've since moved out on my own to a cute, cozy canal boat beside Kew Gardens. He found a new flatmate with similar tastes, and now their whole flat looks like a fancy brothel in Versailles. We're both much
1: (laughs) happier now. Living on a canal boat—that's I mean, yeah—and oh. not
2: washing your laundry.
1: Oh, you may as well. You're very do, damp well, those boats.
2: Very, da- very mm-hmm. damp and dank, and like
1: and low ceilings. This guy must be yeah. four, 11 and a half. <laughs> the well, this is where the question comes well, from. Well, he couldn't he he just
2: get some water from the canal and toss it in the bathroom.
1: I think he's already doing that. <laughs> yeah. I think he's showering in a bucket. But what he, what the real issue is is he doesn't want to go to the laundromat because he doesn't have a washing machine. Which I will say this, anytime I'm in London for an extended period of time and I live in London, meaning I'm living there for an extended period of time, and Clarissa either will understand this or I will hope to God that her American genes have taken over and she has said to the people at John Lewis or Dixon's or wherever else, I will take a washer and a dryer. Mm -hmm.
0: As opposed
1: oh, yeah. to, because every for some goddamn the reason, they, dry-er thing they have the the built-in washer and I, dryer together. You are it's so strange. Your it's whole not a life thing. it doesn't is, work. Yeah, your whole life is putting in a load of laundry and trying to time when you come home to put on the dryer so that your your clothes are dry and not moldy forty eight yeah. hours after you started the lot yeah. of laundry. No. It's it's so it's But really... also, you're married to a German, so you probably have a gorgeous Mila set And I have an, Well, I have an American mother, so yes, I'm like so the only she person knows. in London who has yes. air conditioning. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Exactly.
2: Convenience can matter. So this guy doesn't does. want to
1: go to the laundromat. That's all this is.
2: Who does, though? I mean, it has to be Too once bad. a week, right? It's got to be
1: once a week. Thank you. That's what
0: I was going to say. But then yeah. I was like, maybe that's like really filthy, Minimum. but no.
2: I don't know what I would do, though, if I had to go to a laundromat. If I would maybe cheat that, I don't know, but I think you know it's got to be every week.
0: No, you would just have more nice. extra pairs of sheets. That's true. Do you know what I mean? That's true. And you'd true. cycle them out. And then maybe once every two weeks, you'd go yes. and just like wash a ton of sheets. You're
2: right.
1: Pairs of sheets, she says.
2: Yeah. That's true though. You I guess you would have like, you know, a, a few pairs and or every sets, sets,
1: a set of sheets. Sets. sets.
2: <laughs> a few Did sets, I say
1: pairs? that's so weird. All the crap
2: I took for Krusty, and you said pair.
1: <laughs> now you even again. Now you even again. Here's my question though. Again, Clarissa, the duality between two worlds. Mm. Uh, my guess is if you're in Syria, you're lucky to get a mattress, let alone a sheet. Oh, yeah. And yeah. but when you're in London, if the cleaning lady doesn't have the bed set like it's a hotel, you're furious.
0: <laughs> is that correct? <laughs> I mean, you're I am I, <laughs> not one to ever get furious. And actually, even when I'm in just, Syria, what I, travel
1: with,
0: <laughs> <laughs> what I travel with is a sleeping bag liner. Which okay. is like it's oh. like a sleeping bag, but it's made of a sheet. So, and you like hop yes. in it like oh, a sack and you just get it. in that
1: so you don't get body lice. Yeah, yeah. You know, Rana, you're really, <laughs> Again. You're well, really. You, this is what this is the reality right. no, of right. life you're in right. a war zone. You're right, and that is no judgment on the people that of are, are living there and their hygiene. That is what happens when there is not just a a medical pandemic, but you know, war and and displacement and yes. refugees and the, I mean sheet washing takes a back. back yeah, seat your dignity definitely. is eroded on a daily basis and those mm-hmm. little things that you take advantage of in your daily life. But this guy's not living in a war zone on cue guidance.
2: Well, can he just like yeah. put some dove soap in the canal and throw his sheets in and then dry them on the edge well, of the boat? He,
1: that would make him the cleanest person on the canal, <laughs> by the way. But and I believe they call it, what do they call it? A long boat when you go through the canal locks. It's a little bit like the Belmont badge I wanted to take you on in France, Brian, except it's a little, that's a little nicer. But here's the thing. You need to start fetishizing the trip to the laundromat. So think of the laundromat like you would think of going on an airplane, at least on an airplane before they had Wi-Fi, which was fabulous.
2: Or for him, maybe going on Grindr.
1: It would be, or maybe it's that. But it would be the only time you had to yourself that no one could get a hold of you. So you would bring you'd buy all of your magazines, you'd bring the books, you'd bring Excuse me on all fronts by Clarissa Wood. Yep. (laughs) And you would pick your thing that you were gonna read or or your New Yorker and your sandwich, whatever it is, and take that to the laundromat with you. Enjoy that time. And start to say to myself, I love going to laundromat. That's when I read all my articles and I get this little you know, I get myself a flapjack or something disgusting from the from the corner store. You know, nothing worse than a and flapjack. There's so much
2: potential for a meat cute. I mean, you can meet the man of your dreams there. Yeah, dress woman, up a little know.
1: bit. Yeah. But if the meat cute finds out that you're not really doing your laundry,
2: Yeah, that you don't want to take him back to a badly laundered boat.
1: Once a week minimum, get yourself a couple of extra pairs of sheets, okay?
2: That's a good idea, and then you can minimize your trips.
1: Yeah, and there's nothing like a hot, fluffy towel. I mean, there just doesn't. Yeah, you're making me want to go take a bath. (laughs) Me too.
2: So so luxurious.
1: Okay, so Clarissa.
2: Clarissa Ward.
1: We're going to recap, and you're going to pick, it's just a feeling. It doesn't have it's to be a feeling, who's right the on. most desperate. Who's this? Who's that? It's just a feeling, Clarissa, mm-hmm. and it's you—a book, so you know, you really mm-hmm. know who deserves mm-hmm. this book.
2: So we are—are are we going to give a book to Yeah. Uh, returning gifts from a wedding.
1: Are the, are, also broken. Uh, enga- also broken engagement. Also
2: broken engagement. Yeah. Returning gifts. Yeah. Are we yeah. going to give the gift to? Uh, working out in the fields. Skincare recommendations are we going to give the gift to IT man or are we going to give the gift to uh, Sheets?
0: Mm. You know, I'm going to say I want to give it to working in the fields yeah. and worried about skin and health and lungs and, yeah.
2: I, I think that's great. Agricultural I
0: think we, worker gets it.
2: I think what I would say to the IT man is – Read this and then realize how great your life is.
0: Yeah, I would say and that to all up. of them. <laughs> I say
1: that to all of
2: them. <laughs> That's true. No, I um, I actually, I actually, I, I'm with you there.
1: It's funny. This is a conflict. I'm very conflicted this week because I'm also to- conflicted. I yeah. love them all. They had all really great, thoughtful questions. Well, let's so be
2: honest. The first people. one has so many gifts already.
0: Yeah, she she's got a Lucrèce. She doesn't need <laughs> <Yeah>. my book.
1: <laughs> she so does. she can buy it. But it's true. yes, on our voucher, voucher for That's Amazon. true. It's true. She can buy the book. Any of them can. Well, okay. Two things. One is, first, one could benefit from it because I think it's also really a st- in addition to being deeply fascinating and, and and a real uh you know lens in on a very different kind of life and a very imp- and a very important kind of perspective that is then brought into our homes. Are you talking
2: book. about On All Fronts by Clarissa Talk, Ward?
1: Okay. I am talking about On All Fronts, the new book by Clarissa Ward out Got it. now. Uh, but in addition to being that, it's also very much the story of a woman who knows what she wants and is self-possessed and doesn't apologize for that. And I think that that, we're joking about rom-coms, but I think that's an important kind of, and it's not strident about it, It just happens to be who you are and what your story is. And so I think that would be a great thing for this woman to read if she wants to trade in one of her potty pans for an Amazon certificate. So I would really highly recommend she buy the book. I would recommend everybody buy the book. I loved reading the book. Thank you. I really would love to send – I think the migrant work are terrific. I think she's a woman who's doing a different kind of thing, and also that maybe she'll get a few – tips on how to be, you know, take care of herself. So we can give it to her because she has the hideous situation. But I sort of also want to send a copy to the guy who switches switching jobs. Because the that's, IT worker. Yeah. yeah I that's mean, my first really instinct was the
0: IT worker and then I'm like, but that's the obvious one, you know yeah
2: they're all very deserving
0: everybody should get a copy. Yeah, they Every all book. deserve it yeah. And i'm gonna send him a copy and i'm gonna tell send them it. to reach out to me on social media and i'll send them all books
1: no 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 street. we are sending the books dear. we're buying yeah. the book to support the book are That's we sending more than one Ronnie? brian was sending 25 books out who are we Just-
2: sending a book <laughs> did we decide who we're sending this book to
1: no so here's who we're sending the book to we're gonna send the book to the to the uh worker and to the it guy but to the worker i'm also going to send from my personal collection uh one of those co masks that i happen sure. to have an extra of that's so she nice can do thing. a little face mask if she wants to that's after great. the uh and and what ronna we gonna, there
2: are still some bath bombs in that back bad bedroom if you want to give her one of i'll those. take
1: a look i'll have okay. a look for them well i'd okay, love to so get sure. rid of them but i wouldn't want okay. my name attached to them in any way oh, I that's see. the okay, only yeah, no, dilemma okay. Uh, and then we're going to give away a couple copies of the book on Instagram. So this is another one of our watch and win. So people, or listen, or sna- scratch and sniff or listen and learn or whatever you want to call it, but look to go to our Instagram page. We're going to have a giveaway for the book and you'll answer a question from something we discussed in the, uh, in the episode. Rana, how, forgive it, me- it won't be how long does Clarissa Ward breastfeed for before she weans their <laughs> children?
2: <laughs> Rona, who's going to pay for all those books?
1: Don't out worry of, is you. it going to
2: be out of your fund or because it's you know? Gonna, I,
1: yeah, it's okay. going to. Yeah, it'll be out of the community fund. Or actually, you
2: still owe me, I think, for the things uh, I yeah, bought you. I'm
1: sure, I do, For the so beefsteak we'll tomatoes, Brian bought, me, Brian bought me. Brian bought some beefsteak tomatoes at the beginning of quarantine that I never asked Funny, and he keeps sending me a Venmo request.
2: Well, this now yeah. we're even, I think, probably <laughs> yeah. after this. Yeah. I think you've worked it off.
1: So Clarissa, what we do now? But I know you're very busy and you have a yeah. family, and it's evening in London where you yeah, are. Yeah, I can hear my baby is starting to cry. well, then we'll let you go.
2: Or what well, do you want to do,
1: Runner? Well, he should learn to comfort himself. Uh, you yeah. know what, Runner? Uh, he's three months he, old. <laughs> <laughs> what we do is we read a cliffhanger, and then we answer it on our Patreon show. All but, right,
0: read a cliffhanger. It's fine. No, Are sure? He's fine. No, but, we'll, sure? no, but, fine. No, but truly, truly. It's good for his
1: father. They're bonding. It's okay. Good. Okay. All right. So Sounds good to me. I'll read the cliffhanger briefly, and we just want to tell people also the kiss kiss mug is in stores. Podswag dot com slash ask Rana. It certainly of course. is. And Clarissa, I think we may have sent you some coffee from our Ask Rana coffee collection. Oh, loved collection. it. We're drinking it like it's going out of style. Oh, yeah, good. It, it made it to London that fast. Yeah,
0: oh. Bixby's, right? Is that yes? Cool? yes. Yeah, exactly right. Some good coffee. Thank you very much. Now, Ronna, has your yeah, has Rana? Yeah,
1: I'll pay yeah. For that. That, that Bix Bix be paid for that too. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. Uh have you ever been to a place called Heems in Braunschweig? A coffee store called Heems in Braunschweig?
2: Are are you speaking English right now? <laughs> That's <laughs> a very specific question.
1: I'm speaking German. <laughs> so where is Braunschweig? Oh, you're talking about Germany. Yes. So have you ever been to Braunschweig?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear me. Have you ever been to Braunschweig? Braunschweig. Braunschweig. yeah, yes, have. yes, he's been. Has there. he they been have to a coffee? Apparently,
1: has he been to a coffee place called Hems, Heims? H e i
0: m s. Have you been to Heims? <laughs> okay, he's suddenly seen what's happening and like that the ring light is on and like and he's like looking very. Tell him not to worry. Him. This
1: isn't a he's real. He's backing show. away from the door. <laughs> Tell him not to worry. It's not a real show. No one will ever see. Never ever see or hear his voice. This isn't this isn't CNN right now. This is uh, uh this is RNN, That could Ronin, have been the
2: three month old for all we run
1: a news network. <laughs> Someone wrote to us and said the best cup of coffee they've ever had was in Braunschweig at a place called Heems, H E I M S. And he used to own a coffee shop. And so he loved our coffee, but the best cup of coffee he ever had was okay. at that place. Well so I remember If your car ever breaks if your car breaks down in Braunschweig, look for that <laughs> and coffee. And Heems. Yes, right. You'll, you joke, but she'll remember. I she'll, will. Three now years I will from now, like, we'll get an email from her that. saying, you know what? I know. Oh, our car broke down. I know a good coffee shop. Yes. yes. Okay.
2: She was like, I was parachuting through the skies of Europe the other day, <laughs> and I decided to land right in Brunchweig to try that cup of her coffee. Her husband's
1: German. They could be driving. Oh, that's to true. S- she does have a they German. They could be driving to Silt for all I know. They know I don't know Look what you. they're you doing. You got a lot of German yeah. knowledge, Ronna. Well, I'm impressed.
0: No. Well,
2: they it's tried to kill her.
1: Well, well, not me. We were your already family we, no, as we You were have to know your here. enemy pretty well. No, that was the pogroms. Let's be fair. I know.
2: You're right. That's Russia. Let's you're be right. Fair. That was Russia. Yeah. You're right.
1: Let's, let's call him as we see him. Okay. Fair enough. Dear Ron O'Brien and guest, I'm writing today for some advice on dealing with a neighbor. My roommate and I live in Brooklyn. In in Brooklyn Brooklyn, and are fortunate enough to have a balcony slash patio, which has been a godsend these past few months. We've loved being able to relax in our outdoor space during quarantine and even purchased an outdoor heater so we can try to squeeze a few more months of use out of it before winter. Here's the problem. A tenant recently moved into the apartment downstairs and she stinks, literally. She's the kind of smoker who tries to cover up the stench of tobacco through the liberal use of air fresheners. Mm-hmm. Never heard of Febreze, I guess, because she keeps her bedroom her bedroom windows open at all times. Our patio now constantly smells like stale cigarettes mixed with Febreze. I she cannot. Smokes in her bedroom. That's that's a red line. That's, that's mo- well, that's morally safe. He almost burnt the house down twice, <laughs> falling asleep with a cigarette in his mouth. I cannot overstate how strong and nauseating this smell is. My roommate and I have pretty much stopped using our patio because it's so overpowering. The smoking tenant in question has a lovely spacious backyard that we have never seen her use. But if she could smoke out there, we think it would help. The layout of our building is such that any smell coming from her bedroom window gets trapped on our patio. But air from her backyard is more open and wafts away. I know this is a difficult time for everyone. (laughs)
2: <laughs> but mostly you <laughs> and,
1: and people need this dress outlets for some people that outlet may be relaxing in bed with a cigarette so is it unreasonable for me to ask if she can close a window and start smoking outside spending time in the in fresh air on my patio has really been getting me through all this craziness and i miss it a lot any guidance would be greatly appreciated love the show and the advice keep up the great work great work best dassey from 90 day fiance maybe spelled differently I think. or
2: Stacy posting as Darcy
1: yeah <laughs> all right that's our cliffhanger
2: Clarissa on all fronts by Clarissa Ward are you on socials
1: yes you must be. at yeah. Clarissa
0: Ward CNN on Instagram and at Clarissa Ward on Twitter i more active on Instagram though
2: follow Clarissa
0: thank you so much for joining us what a us. delight This was such a pleasure. Honestly, I just feel like it was like hanging out with friends. It was really nice.
1: And I know you had a very long week, and we appreciate you taking the time. But the book is really, really fabulous. I urge people to check it out. They can buy it wherever books are sold, of course. Uh, Or audio. Who's reading your audio book? Do you read it? I read it. I read it. I read it. Which accent did you do?
0: I Great. mostly Great went with Chris. American, but sometimes when I'm talking about like my granny, granny Greeks, sure, it's like, impossible to talk about her that makes and sense. have an American accent. There are certain do.
1: words that slip. You're one of the rare half Americans that's able to say the word cheers without it sounding terrible. Cheers. Yeah. It's a word oh. Americans can't do it. What do they do? No. They always say cheers. cheers. It sounds cheers. terrible. Cheers. <laughs> Yeah. Instead oh, of cheers. you having That's a drink with nice. someone, you want to say cheers. Instead, so they say cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> Clarissa, you, we Carissa. adore you. Best of luck with everything thank in the book, you. and we will thank continue you, to watch your coverage. I wish we had had time. I meant to ask you about how the rest of the world is viewing us now. I'm so curious. But- As a catastrophe.
0: I
2: imagine they're only distressed.
1: They've got to be enjoying. They've got to be enjoying. They're both terrified and worried, but enjoying the show just a little bit. I mean, I think there's an
0: element of like, oh, things are so bad here. At least we're not in America. You're right. It could be worse.
1: And then there's two more thoughts, which is, (laughs) oh, yeah, America. Still the easiest place to live in the world. Unfortunately, even through all of this horror, still. You know, you can get your towels washed once a week or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dear. Bye. Have Thank Thank a wonderful you. weekend. Bye. Kiss kiss.